Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, I've been talking about earned media value for quite some time on this podcast. My friends at Eisenberg have just raised the bar on earned media benchmarks with their social index. Social index now gives you globally earned media values across a growing list of six geographies for all your KPIs across the top seven social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. You can now visualize these values for deeper analysis, and they have a look-back window over two years of historical comparisons. Social Index is updated daily. Don't get stuck with old data. Over 1,000 companies have used the Social Index to understand the ROI of their social campaigns. And if you work with a social agency, you should demand they incorporate earned media values into your reports. Get your earned media value for social content. Visit earnedmediavalues.com slash Allen. Again, that's earnedmediavalues.com slash A-L-A-N. For all of us, it's about predicting where the consumer is going and getting half of it right. One of the things we want to do is create ads that don't suck. Embracing change creates great possibility. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Today on the show, I've got Stacey Andrade Wells. She's the Vice President of Marketing for Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a wellness company based out of Los Angeles, California. And the product lines are non-GMO electrolyte drink mixes, utilizing this proprietary technology they call cellular transport technology to enhance the rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients in the bloodstream. They, in 2020, became a part of the Unilever companies through acquisition. And on the show today, we talk a little bit more about what Liquid IV is, the evolution of the brand, how inclusivity is a part of their strategy. This is not a drink mix just for high-intensity sports athletes, but for everybody every day. We talk about the ingredients of the products they sell, what the evolution and, and future of functional beverages looks like. We also talk about success that Stacy has had not only at Liquid IV, but across her career and how she thinks about go-to-market strategy and much more. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Stacy Andrade Wells. Stacey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you and, and learn quite a bit more about Liquid IV. But before we go there, I hear you've been on kind of your own personal wellness and growth journey. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I love to tell the story just a little bit of like how I got here. How did I get into this wellness space and even to working at Liquid IV? And honestly, I, so if I backtrack a little bit, it was 2021. I'm at a moment of inflection in my career and a little bit in my life. I had just gotten engaged. And so I was kind of, you know, in this moment of trying to figure out where are things going to go from here? Like, where do we want to put down roots? Uh don't even mind you that the world is in the midst of a global pandemic at the same time. And I know I needed some degree of change, but I was having a hard time kind of nailing down in what way. And I came across a book called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And she is one of my favorite authors. And I read this book and, and in it, there's a passage where she talks about conjuring up the most beautiful lives we can imagine and putting it on paper deciding that these are our marching orders. And she says, may our dreams become our plans. And I honestly, it set me off on this whole journey of like, oh man, I have to do some really deep thinking about what are the things that truly matter to me. And that was a time when wellness really made its way to the forefront. And I knew that that was a space that I really, really wanted to go into. I kind of sat down and very literally took pen to paper on what are the things that matter to me that are going to bring me a life that is filled with joy and that really comes from a place of mental wellness, physical wellness. Um, and I was very relentless in that pursuit. And I think that ultimately was what landed me here at Liquid IV. Um, and so it was an amazing journey for me. I was feeling super inspired. And I continue to think that, you know, sometimes you're at this moment of transition or change in your life where one book can forever alter the course of your life. Um, and so it just, you know, kind of furthered the momentum that I have on that ongoing love of reading, that ongoing love of learning, and also the journey that I was on in getting to a place of living a truly balanced life. I love that. I love that. And man, that quote is amazing. Uh, I, I'll get it wrong here, but the dreams become your plan. Is that yes. roughly right? That's amazing. Yes. Well, I have some deep thinking to do on my own now. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Well, you are now the vice president of marketing at Liquid IV. Like how, like, where did you get your start in your career? And, and like, how did you make that transition to Liquid IV? Yeah, I, I joined Liquid IV as the VP of marketing back in January of 2022. Hmm. And prior to joining Liquid IV, I was the brand director for Gain Fabric Care at hmm. Procter & Gamble. And P&G is really where I got my start. Um, you know, I started there working early days on some of the most iconic brands uh, in household needs. So I worked on Mr. Clean, which is an immensely fun brand to work on. <laughs> Truly iconic, right? Yeah. Um, and then I moved over to Swiffer and I worked there for a while. I led the club channel marketing team for all of Fabric Care. Got a lot of experience in in-store marketing and promotions. And then that ultimately uh, landed me on the gain role where, you know, I was fortunate enough to really lead that brand across the $2 billion threshold, which is very small club at P&G. So I was uh, super fortunate to be able to experience that. Um, and, you know, P&G is a phenomenal training ground for general management, innovation design. I worked a lot across go-to-market commercial plans, campaign creation, you get such a deep appreciation for consumer insights and strategy. Um, and so honestly, I could not have been better set up to really step into this amazing role at Liquid IV and be able to bring all of that to this brand at such an amazing moment for us where we really are just scaling at a, 
at a really impressive rate. And there's so many wonderful things ahead of us still for the brand. I love it. Well, tell us and listeners, um, I've gotten to sample the product, but tell (laughs) tell us a little bit about the product and the business uh, and what is Liquid IV. Yeah, sampling is huge for us. So if you ever are running short, you let me know and we will <laughs> we will get you stocked up. But Liquid IV, it it's a company that was founded in Los Angeles, California. So back in 2012, and we were acquired by Unilever in September of 2020. And Liquid IV is really a hydration company. So we offer a range of electrolyte drink mixes. They're designed to deliver rapid hydration through the absorption of water, other key nutrients into the body. So our products have three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. They're packed with five essential vitamins. So you're getting your B3, your B5, B6, B12, your vitamin C. Um, It really is an amazing hydration solution. And that is the approach that we take to our entire portfolio. So we really believe in a hydration first approach to 360 degree wellness. So that means that all of our product lines deliver more efficient and effective hydration than just water alone. And some of our formulas are designed to deliver benefits even beyond hydration. So we have an energy line, a sleep line, immune support, gut health. Um, It really is a 360 approach that always has hydration at the core. Um, So that's a little bit about our product proposition. And then in terms of our brand, we really stand apart in the marketplace for a couple of different reasons. So number one is function for us science. We have a very high bar on our science. It's a science-backed product. Um, It's designed to win on some of these key dehydration moments that I think are familiar to all of us. So heat, uh, travel, nightlife. Maybe you had one too many on a Friday (laughs) night. You know, I I think we've all been there. Um, Exercise, active lifestyle, even if you're chasing your kids around, that is activity. That is dehydrating. So our products are designed to really deliver exceptional functional benefits in those moments. But it is very rare that you get a product that actually works and is backed by science and still tastes delicious. It's very hard to do that, but we have an amazing sensory science team. We work with a lot of flavor specialists that are helping us nail these exceptional signature flavors. So it truly is the best of both worlds in terms of function and flavor. Um, And then from a brand standpoint, we also have one foot in culture in the sense that like we are always very aware of the trends that are happening. We like to be on the forefront of culture. You will catch us at Coachella, at Bonnaroo. We love to kind of have one foot in that world. And then at the same time, we are able to stretch into this amazing portion of the business that's all about impact. And so as a brand, we really champion innovative solutions for access to clean and abundant water globally. A lot of our efforts are domestic and we work with a lot of local organizations and partners in furthering that mission. I love that. I love that. And I, for those use cases, <laughs> I have experienced the, it's just hot outside and I need yeah. something better than water or a, a, a work I do CrossFit. And so in uh, Northern Virginia here, it's really humid right now. And, oh, yes. And invariably, you know, they're they still roll up the garage doors. And so we're working out in this like 90% humidity heat. So I've used it then. I've also used it after maybe one too many the night before. (laughs) Um, And it works great. It works great. And it does taste good. I've had a couple of the different flavors. I haven't haven't tried them all yet. But I think the berry one I'm I'm particularly... um, like quite oh, a bit. Oh yeah. So. I'm a I'm a guava girl myself. Ah, okay. I haven't um, tried that one yet. Oh, but. you got it. You got to try it. There's there's so many amazing ones. We just came out with strawberry lemonade. 
Mm. That one is a a crowd pleaser for sure. (laughs) So yeah, no, flavors are an amazing way to make sure that like you can enjoy that moment at the same time that you're recovering and (laughs) and really gearing up for your day. So it's... Well, I think the one thing we last spoke, you talked a little bit about like how you guys are thinking about inclusivity as well, part of your strategy. And I wonder if you could share a little bit more about that. And maybe we can have a little bit of discussion because I think it is uniquely positioned in the market as a product itself in, in general. Absolutely. I mean, there is no more this opportunity where you don't have to focus on diversity. This is absolutely something that is an imperative across categories, across the whole industry. I was reading some research from Pew recently that Gen Z is the most ethnically and racially diverse generation. We have to be reflecting that. And I think Liquid IV plays such a critical role in that moment because as a brand, as a product offering, it is so relevant to such a wide array of consumers. Hydration is universal. We are all dehydrated. Um, We all experience these moments of dehydration and it really is an opportunity for us to make wellness accessible for people through that entry point of hydration as that bedrock and that, that first step in their wellness journey. Um, and so as a brand, that's something that's always been very top of mind for us is how are we being inclusive with our approach? And so we've been you know, building out our brand platform. Um, recently, we actually just went live on May 1st with our annual summer brand campaign, and that's called Real Hydrating. And in that campaign, what you'll see is that we're bringing to light everyday activities. And so there's, you know, someone who's traveling, there's a dad who is playing with his kids in the backyard. There are these moments that are real life and and really relevant for people because hydration is for everyone. And so we want to paint that representative picture of what that looks like. And we did actually talk with a lot of consumers when we were going through the process of building that campaign just to get some feedback. Does this sound like you? Does this look like you? And what we heard back from them was like, yes, this is a very accurate reflection of what my life looks like, right? Yeah. Um, and I think historically, like if you look at functional hydration or the beverage category, you're seeing a lot of stories about performance athletes and about mm-hmm. winning and competition, these high octane sports. And it's not to say that those are not dehydration moments. They absolutely are. Um, and we have a very big athlete program and that's a really big core consumer focus for us. But most people are experiencing dehydration in so many other ways that are relevant to them and that are often left out of that narrative, right? So we're really trying to broaden the shoulders of the brand a bit and make sure that we are reaching all those people. Yeah, well, and I totally agree. I mean, it's very rare that I... I do do the CrossFit, so the high intensity workouts that, yes, they exist, but rarely do I feel like the people in those commercials you've seen (laughs) 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 with parachutes behind them, you know, as they're running harder to try to keep going. More often than not, I am (laughs) just tired and and, and need to be hydrated. Yes. And I'm not drinking enough water because for whatever reason. uh, Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you're even jogging for me, like men especially are a consumer group that have often kind of been ignored in the narrative of the broader wellness Mm -hmm. industry, right? And, you know, MindBody back in 2021 released a report that found 64% of men have increased their focus on health and wellness since the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And that's compared to 56% of women. 
So it's actually a more heightened priority for men. And in fact, they actually spend more on the average year in the health and wellness space than women do. And so (laughs) it is something that's incredibly important and we often don't pay much attention to it, right? Mm -hmm. And so even when we think about how we crafted our campaign, we chose to feature a dad playing with his kid and a, a gamer and, and, you know, all these different stories that are unique and often somehow end up getting left out of the narrative. Uh, yeah, I, I can identify. <laughs> so <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, we've been testing the product here in my house and it's great. Tell me a little bit more about the ingredients that are in the product itself. And, and I know, you know, you talked about the various different functional offerings that you have now as kind of a line extension. But you've also got a sugar-free product as well. Yes. The comment section of our social media platforms would say, finally. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, we, we do. I think ingredients are such a critical piece of what we do. And it's a really heightened focus area for the wellness industry more broadly as well. And we're coming from a history where if you think about powdered drink mixes in the past, it was pretty much only about flavor. It was about making your water taste better. And Liquid IV was really the first time where the brand took that and said, how can I change the game here and make this more about function? And yes, it absolutely has to taste amazing, but the functionality really has to be there. And the brand was able to essentially carve out an entirely new category behind rapid rehydration in the powdered hydration space. And so... Unlike a lot of our competitors, Liquid IV's functional ingredients are designed for more efficient and effective hydration. So you get the benefit of additional hydration, and then you also get things like the essential vitamins that are adding value overall to to what you're consuming. So that's our core item. And then it did take quite a while for us to figure out how to unlock the (laughs) sugar-free version of our portfolio because sugar plays a really critical role in hydration. And we know that and we've been trying at for the past two years, honestly, to figure out how can we do this the right way. Mm. If we are going to launch a sugar-free part of our portfolio, it has to live up to the liquid IV promise of more effective hydration than water alone. And that was not a very simple thing to do. We had an entire team of scientists, our R&D department was very hard at work for a very long time. And we were able to bring a proprietary amino acid allulose blend as a way to bring that hydration promise to life in a sugar-free way. So that we have a combination of a variety of different high quality ingredients that help deliver that hydration benefit. And these two components are allulose and amino acids. So allulose is a rare, naturally occurring sweetener. It has the same sweet taste and texture that you might get from a table sugar, but it's Mm. not going to raise your blood glucose levels in the same way that a table sugar would. And we're able to pair that with amino acids, L-alanine and L-glutamine to play a really critical role together um, in order to help improve water absorption in the absence of sugar. So it was a really tough equation to solve for, but we've gotten nothing but extremely positive feedback from all of our consumers since we went live with this. I do thrive in the comment section, just generally, (laughs) but especially on our social media platforms. And it's been wonderful to hear the consumer feedback around like, finally, oh, you guys listen to your consumers so well. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) They finally came out with a sugar-free and we are equally as excited here. 
So yeah, but um, ingredients are critical. We had to make sure that we got it right. And something like that takes time. And it's very similar with the balance of our, of our functional portfolio as well. Hmm. So even in the immune support space or the energy space, we're being very thoughtful about the selection of ingredients. Um, And so we work with a lot of ingredient suppliers that have conducted independent clinicals on the benefits of the different ingredients that we're using. Oftentimes when we are creating a new benefit space, we will do liquid IV dedicated clinical studies to understand, like ensure that these are delivering on the benefits for consumers that really meet our standard of care. And so we are very thoughtful about how to curate the best selection of these ingredients in a very clean way. Uh, So clean ingredients is something that's really important to us as well. Our liquid IV sugar-free has no artificial sweeteners, very different than what you might find in the balance of the marketplace. But we really view it as our role being a leader in this category to continue to elevate the bar. We are setting the standard for what the industry needs to meet in order to really deliver on what the consumer expectations are. Well, kudos on that. I mean, that's that's hard work. That's the that's the real work, I guess you would say, getting the product right from the get-go. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. And uh, I know we'll talk about your go-to-market strategy here in a minute, but before we go there and we get off of product, I want to talk about just functional beverages in general and like, where do you see them going? You mentioned at the outset gut health as one area, but curious to see where you think functional beverages are going. Oh, I just love this space. It feels (laughs) like there's so much opportunity. And I was reading actually that the functional drink industry is expected to develop at a CAGR of 6.5%. That's between 2023 and 2032. And it's going to reach a size of over $206 billion in 2023 alone. So there's so much opportunity here. There are new ideas that are emerging all of the time. And I love that challenge because it means I need to go back with my team and always be pushing on how are we going to innovate in this space? How are we going to disrupt the space? And we always start when we're embarking on that journey with understanding what the consumer needs look like. And so we kind of just constantly are in conversations with consumers about what are some of the opportunity areas that they are seeing gaps in in their wellness routine. And so you mentioned gut health, and we talked about that a little bit earlier, but that's something that continues to be a thriving category. And it continues to be an area where consumers are looking for innovation, where they are looking for new and better options. Um, So that's definitely something that we're continuing to explore. 
We have one product in that line extension right now, and we're, we're trying to do a lot more learning. But another area, especially in a post-COVID world, is brain health. Mm. So cognitive support, yeah. stress management. I cannot say <laughs> enough how much stress... May- I think all of us feel it, but yeah. stress <laughs> management is something that is incredibly top of mind for consumers um, and kind of in a similar vein, mood regulation. Um, and so these areas of looking at wellness as a true 360 wellness picture that Mm. includes not just your physical health, but your mental health and how might we be able to solve for that? That's something that consumers are asking us to innovate in. Um, and so it's something that we're going to be continuing to look at as a brand. I love it. Sign me up for all of those. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, can I get a double on the stress management, please? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Something I'm learning, I will not say how, I surround myself by, by women that are in the prime of their life, should I say, age-wise. And there is something about mood regulation that's really mm-hmm. hard during that time. And I think you know that plus stress, I mean, we all have that, but that would be an amazing component. Um, Absolutely. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard that before in terms of like things that are out there. I mean, I've seen functional vitamins that uh, blends, I guess, that kind of start to address that in the, in the, um, drug stores and, and those places, but uh, I haven't, haven't read much about it, but that, that would be an interesting one for sure. Yep. And you bring up a great point on women's health, yeah. which is that in a lot of these functional portfolios, what you might see is one product offering that's called women's health. Right. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. are so many components to yes. women's health. Yes. Um, and so your your point is exactly right, which is like there's so much nuance to how we navigate delivering on certain benefits. And it varies by life stage, by yep. hormone level. Like there are so many variables that we really need to be attentive to. And so when we embark as a team at Liquid IV to go and design for a certain consumer, we don't want to do that ever on a surface level. I want to deeply understand <laughs> what the <laughs> opportunity areas are and what are the ways that we can meaningfully change your life and, and the way that you view your own personal wellness by giving you a unique offering that's meeting a need that you haven't satisfied today? And so women's health is something also that's very much on our radar as an opportunity area to get much more specific on how we solve for different opportunities in that category. Yeah. Well, and as soon as I open my big, my big mouth about mood regulation for women in the prime of their life, my <laughs> wife would tell you... You have mood regulation issues too, Alan. Um, so it's very true. Yeah, it's yeah, a so. universal challenge. So yes. how do we solve it differently depending on who we're trying to deliver a benefit for? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, um, I can't wait to see kind of where you guys expand to in the future. It, it's pretty pretty interesting how the beverage category is expanding and and the growth rates you mentioned. You know, and the and the size in general. I mean, they're huge. So yep. it's a good opportunity. Well, one of the things I know you've worked on some pretty amazing brands in general across your career, and now you're at Liquid IV, and you're building a great product, but you still need a great go-to-market strategy as well. So, how are you thinking about communicating this out to everyone? You mentioned the campaign earlier, but in general, how do you think about your go-to-market strategy? I mean, this is critical. This is at the end of the day, the consumer only sees the execution of it all, right? So. <laughs> right. It is a really, really important piece. And I think for us, what is incredibly critical is that we get the communication right 
with the right consumer at the right moment. So we are always trying to sharpen the pencil on who are we speaking to, what message is exactly going to resonate with them, and what is the context in which we are reaching them. So are we reaching them at the right time? And that's something that we are constantly working with um, in partnership with our creative agencies, with our in-house creative team, and our media agency, Tenuity, to really operate with intentionality and master that intersection of creative and medium. So in 2023, we actually worked in partnership with our creative agency, Kashmir, and we brought them together with our media agency, Tenuity. And we designed very intentional audience segments that really thought about integrating ethnicity and gender diversity into our targeting and our overall media mix. And how do we make these pieces work together so that if we have a piece of content that features a gamer and it's about dehydration when you're in the midst of your gaming marathon, that that is going to show up at a moment where it actually makes sense. And it's going to show up, for example, on Twitch. And it's going to reach somebody who is very immersed in gaming with language that speaks to them in a way they're going to recognize. And so I think getting all of those different puzzle pieces to work together is really where you unlock a lot of magic and you make consumers think differently about your brand and about your product and for us about hydration and the role that it plays in their lives. So I think that's something that we try to always keep top of mind in terms of how we're crafting our creative messaging and how we're building out our communication strategy to line up really cohesively with that. And then in terms of more specific channels and tools that we are focused on, we like to lean into what we do really well. Mm -hmm. So we have a vast network of over 20,000 influencers that are advocating and building brand love for Liquid IV at any given moment. And that's something that has been honestly in the DNA of the brand since it was born. And it's a way that we've created a really big following in the marketplace is just through this kind of amazing influential word of mouth. And so that's something that we have really bought, brought to the forefront in our 2023 campaign as well. Additionally, we, we like to call uh, our sampling program sticks in hand. And our little motto is if you try it, you buy it. And it's this, this moment of if you really could just have a stick in your hand and try this thing, I promise you, you're going to feel how amazing it feels to be hydrated with liquid IV. And it is our best marketing tool. <laughs> and if you have a product that is that transformational in the experience that it creates for consumers and the way that it can really make them feel a difference, sample it. <laughs> you just get it in people's hands. And so that's something that's a really big cornerstone for us as well. Um, and then there are some areas where we like to get a little bit more innovative, experimental. So a couple of things, we've always had an activations footprint. So we've been operating in the festival space for a very long time. But even this year, we were able to take that to the next level where we had an activation on the grounds of a number of different festivals that was called In the Mix. And consumers could walk into the activation. They were able to go into a sound booth in the back, mix their own versions of these songs. They could come out, try a sample of Liquid IV. There's music playing. They're getting you know sticks to take with them into the festival. So it was really a way to even step change our presence from an activation standpoint 
and do it in a way where these are people who really need our product. They've been out in the heat right. for hours. They've been dancing. Yeah. And so it is a really big dehydration moment for us to be present there. And then we're always kind of exploring new and different ways to come to life. We love playing in the out of home space because of what I said, which is just, this is the moment where people are outdoors, they're on the go. It lines up perfectly with where you are very likely to experience dehydration. And so actually we went live today with our first ever 3D out of home billboard. So that's live in Vegas, Denver, and Philadelphia now for the first time. And it's super exciting for us to just try these different things, see what works, see what consumers gravitate to. And it's a way for us to really continue pushing that bleeding edge of what best-in-class marketing looks like for the brand. I love it. I love it. I love all those examples. And in particular, like how you're getting, you're working in a niche, not even a niche, but like you take gaming as an example. You've got gaming, but you're integrating that with the the platforms that are available to you, like Twitch, um, Mm -hmm. and then coupling that with influencers as well. I mean, and 20,000 influencers that's crazy yeah that's that, i mean like like that that's so envious like people that are listening to this you know when this comes out they're going to be like what how yes. how is that possible but it sounds like that was core to the strategy to the company early on it absolutely was and influencer marketing has really taken off in a meaningful way over the last several years but i i just have to say that the way that this started was actually a lot of these influencers just receiving product hmm. And (laughs) hey, tell us what... Yes, it was sampling. And it was, hey, tell us what you think about it. And they just loved it so much. And um, they genuinely wanted to advocate for it with their audiences. And even today, that is a lot of the content that you're seeing is just genuine advocacy for Mm. the product and the the role that it plays in different people's lives. I love it. I love it. Well, kudos. I mean, uh, you're hitting on all cylinders and, uh, and it's showing. Showing, and as somebody who has sampled the product, I can I can attest the sampling works. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean it's exactly what you said, right? It's a all a connected ecosystem, and yeah. we really like to look at this through the lens of how can we make sure that this is fully integrated. And I think sometimes as marketers, we look at things on a piece of paper, and we're like, okay, this part is going in the upper funnel, and like <laughs> this part is going. And for consumers, they're really just they are interacting with our brand at a million different touch points all the time. And so we work very intentionally to figure out how do these messages connect with each other? How are they getting a complete picture of what they can experience with our product, with our brand? And it is, there's a lot of different pieces of that web that have to come together to make it all fit. Awesome. Well, one of the things we like to do on the show is to get to know you a little bit better. We know you had this kind of like wellness journey and, and, and growth journey that you've been on. But one of my favorite questions to ask everyone that comes on the show is has there been an experience of your past that defines, makes up who you are today? So many, but the one that the one thing that really comes to mind, I think, is my experience growing up as a second generation immigrant. Mm-hmm. And my parents were born in Colombia, and I think that has really shaped a lot of who I am today. And in the very obvious ways, it shapes your point of view on representation and diversity. And I think especially for me kind of growing up, I didn't see a ton of that. There wasn't a ton of representation in the industry. And I think obviously we've make, been making amazing strides in that space, but it really did shape the passion that I feel and then the responsibility that I feel 
to create representation in the advertising world, whether that's in front of the camera or behind the camera. And anyone that I crossed paths with in my PNG days will tell you that this was always very top of mind for me. When I worked on Swiffer, I worked very closely with a manager called Jennifer Hutchings, and she was an amazing supporter and ally. She helped me make sure that diversity was something that we were always championing in our advertising. And I was able to really carry that ambition with me when I moved over to Gain. And on that brand, I decided that actually we were only going to cast BIPOC for all advertising Mm -hmm. on that brand. It was the majority of the consumer who loves that brand. And so it was the right decision for us to make. And now at Liquid IV, it's something that my team and I are always striving. And we've actually demonstrated really great progress in moving the needle on diversity, equity, and inclusion in the last couple of years. And like we said, that's so important because hydration is universal. It, It really is something that should be accessible to everyone. And I mean, I think like, In that way, it really shaped my view on diversity. And then in a different way, it really built the way that I approach a growth mindset. So I was able to observe my parents climb their way from very humble origins to becoming incredibly successful individuals. And, you know, my my parents came here from Colombia with very little. And now my father is a business owner. My mom has a PhD in childhood development. She's a thought leader in her field. And I think when you're exposed to that in your formative years, and you really learn what it means to have a growth mindset from people who started at the very bottom and have really championed that approach, you really do start to believe that anything is achievable. If you have this deep love of learning, and you have the will and the discipline to really pursue your goals. And that is something that I've really carried with me. I know that I might not always have the answers. And in fact, I often do not have the answers, (laughs) but I'm always eager to learn. I'm eager to experiment. I welcome failure because it is part of the journey. And I I think I learned a lot of that from watching them through the years. Awesome. Well, Stacey, moving on to my next question, what advice would you give your younger self if you were starting this journey all over again? Okay, so I have two. (laughs) And they're both coming from someone with a lot of natural anxiety. So just take that for what it's worth. I think many of us who navigate corporate America maybe struggle with uh, some of these things. But the first one is, I would tell myself to remember that how I react to situations is a choice. Mm. What I mean by that is there is this moment between the stimulus, the thing that happens, and your action where you have an opportunity to take a breath and figure out how you want to proceed. And it doesn't necessarily help or make the work ahead any easier if you choose to use that time to freak out. (laughs) (laughs) So this is something that I am actually still in many ways working on. I think it's something that a lot of us navigate because we are dealing with so much, so many challenges day in and day out in whatever situation we're in. And so it was just a help, really helpful reminder for me that there is that moment between the stimulus and the action to kind of decide the path forward and to handle that with a little bit more calm. And for those who love to read, I, I love reading. I feel very inspired when I'm reading a book. It makes me think differently and critically about how I want to proceed with certain things. And there's this book called Triggers by Marshall Goldsmith. That is one of the best books I've read on adult behavior change and on this specific topic. And so it was just an incredibly helpful read for me early in my career. And it's something that I continue to reference and go back to as I constantly work on this this opportunity area. So that's one. And that's maybe a little bit like 
bigger in scope. And then the second very tactical one is I would just say, use your Fridays to prepare thoughtfully for Monday. And I've heard the mention of Sunday scaries so many times and I get it. Like it makes sense. It's something that everyone deals with. And what I have personally found is really helpful is just setting some time aside on Friday afternoon to think about what's coming down the pipe and to plan for Monday. Right. And it really helps me just take download everything that is kind of circling in my brain, have it down on a piece of paper with a clear plan for how I'm going to tackle the week that's coming. And I find that I'm able to really spend my weekend then recovering and enjoying time with my family and really just relaxing. And that's such a necessary balance in life. Hmm. And so that's just tactically something that has been really helpful for me in my journey as well. I honestly, I mean, I've been doing this with 300 plus episodes. I think those are some of the two best advice I've ever gotten oh, on the show. I'm yeah. so glad. And nothing against all the guests that came before, but like I, those are great examples and, and really good resources to go check out too. So I'm, I now know what I'm going to be doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, the triggers in particular, it's just something that I've learned probably in the last five years, frankly. And man, I wish I would have had it earlier on in my career. It would have saved me a lot of stress and probably uh, would have reacted better in various moments as well. Absolutely. And then uh, I love the <laughs> avoiding the Sunday, Sunday scaries by preparing on Friday for your Monday. It definitely, I, I've had those moments on a Saturday when I can't quite get to sleep. Yep. Because everything is racing through your head. And just the what you described of getting it all out on paper actually helps quite a bit. So, um, but planning for it in advance on Friday makes even more sense. So, um, create, create the space in your schedule to prioritize it, you know? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, what is there a topic you think marketers need to be learning more about or something you're trying to learn more about yourself? I feel like this is the one that's on everybody's radar, (laughs) but it is so true. AI is absolutely something that we are trying to immerse ourselves in right now and really deeply understand. But this is one that I think has the opportunity to really reshape our landscape, Mm. the kind of creative work that we do, and also the way that we operate with our teams. And it's something that's really easy for marketers to feel nervous about or even to feel threatened about. And I think it, it actually really is much more of an opportunity of how do we learn how this might help us be exceptional at what we do? How can we use it in our favor? And Unilever has a team that is doing amazing, innovative work in the AI space. And we're super excited to be partnering with them to bring some of this learning into Liquid IV more formally. And so we're actually going to be kicking off a pilot with them very shortly to understand how might this look in terms of how it would integrate with the work that we're already doing today. So this is something that I'm super interested in personally. I am always trying to read and better inform myself and bring some of these learnings to my team as well. I love that. I love that. Well, uh, are there any trends or subcultures that you're following you think other people should take notice of? I feel that I... I definitely do follow a lot of trends. I follow a lot of trends, obviously, in the beverage space, in the beauty space, in the health and wellness space. And these are things that I'm kind of always using to inform what we do here. But the truth is that I feel what others should take notice of is where the consumer speaks most freely. So I said this earlier, but I absolutely thrive in the comments section. 
the comments <laughs> section of anything and everything, I just love it so much because it's an opportunity to get a very unfiltered view of what people are thinking. And so that's something that is super important to us here. We are really doubling down our efforts, even on community management, on our social team, to be able to have more of that social listening aspect kind of built in. But that's something I would really encourage everyone to do is dive deep into the comment section and dive deep into those different pockets of direct communication that you have with your consumers to really understand how they're thinking about things. Love that. Last question for you. What do you feel is either the largest opportunity or threat facing marketers today? I think my answer to this question is a beautiful <laughs> dovetail to what we just talked about, which is the comment section. But <laughs> I think the biggest opportunity and or threat is the closing gap between consumers and brands. Mm. And a very long time ago, it was this one-way street of communication where you saw like a TV commercial. And it was the brand speaking to consumers. And there was really no opportunity for feedback or very little opportunity for feedback. And Social media has obviously played a very big role in closing that gap between consumers and brands, but it continues to get smaller and smaller and smaller by the day. And I'm even thinking about the first 24 to 48 hours of the launch of Threads, Mm. where you were having consumers speaking directly to brands and like back and forth, back and forth, having these conversations because we were all just kind of figuring out how to navigate this platform. And that is happening more and more often. It's these direct lines of conversation, two-way conversation between brands and consumers. And I would say it is an it is a threat in the sense that if you do not operate from a place of transparency, mm. if you are not operating from a place of intentionality and mindfulness and thoughtfulness about catering to your consumer base, you have a really big opportunity to mess up that relationship in a significant way. And yeah. once that trust is broken, it is very hard to recover. And so that that is the threat, I would say. And then to end on a positive note, the opportunity there is that if you really can operate from a trust and transparency mindset, and when someone has a question for you, you can give them the genuine, authentic answer, right? When someone asks us, well, did you put artificial sugars, artificial sweeteners in your sugar-free offering. And we can go back and tell them, no, actually it took us two years and here's how this product was designed. And we have amino acids and allulose and here's the role that they play. And by the way, there's no artificial sweeteners. Here's the label. Like when you can truly just have an honest conversation with your consumers and communicate what it is that you're trying to share about the brand, it unlocks this beautiful relationship and this beautiful brand love and community building that can carry the equity of the brand for many years to come. And so we choose to view that as an opportunity. We are always striving to rise to the occasion of where consumer expectations are heading. And I think that's one that is just one of the most meaningful shifts that we've seen in the last decade in terms of how we communicate as brands. Amazing. Well, Stacey, it's been a joy to have you on the program and open invitation to come back at some point in the future. But thank you so much for spending time with us today. Oh, this was wonderful. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Hi, it's Alan again. Marketing Today was created and produced by me with post-production support from Sam Robertson. If you're new to Marketing Today, please feel free to write us a review on iTunes or your favorite listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe on marketingtodaypodcast.com. Tell your friends and colleagues about the show. I love hearing from listeners. You can contact me at marketingtodaypodcast.com. 
There you'll also find complete show notes and links to what was discussed in the episode today, and you can search our archives. I'm Alan Hart, and this is Marketing Today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 